Thank you for listening to Inside the 435. Our show is supported by sponsors and our loyal audience. This episode is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. This podcast is hosted and produced with Anchor. Here is why you should use Anchor to produce your podcast. It's free, no cost to you ever. There are creation tools built into Anchor allowing you to record, edit, and upload your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor takes the tedious and long process of distribution off of your to-do list. Your show will be automatically distributed to Spotify and Apple Podcasts for you. Everyone dreams of making a little bit of money from a podcast. This is made possible by Anchor. With no minimum listenership, you can be offered sponsorships. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do not wait a second longer. Download the free Anchor app, that's A-N-C-H-O-R, or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello and welcome to episode number 13 of Inside the 435. I'm your host, Jack Bowie, and today we are going to be talking about something um, that is a little different than my usual videos, but not really. Um, We're not going to be talking about U.S. news or world news at all. Uh, We're hardly going to be talking about, uh, you know, the government. Uh, We're going to be talking about high school students, all right? Um, And I conducted a poll. I did a study on high school students and their political beliefs and their opinions on the election and the coronavirus. And I'm going to share those results today. Uh, In an Instagram poll, high school students were asked uh, what their political affiliation was, where they would place themselves on a political spectrum. Was there substantial and widespread voter fraud that changed the outcome of the 2020 U.S. election? Was there minor voter fraud that occurred throughout the nation and did not affect the outcome of the 2020 U.S. election? And finally, how worried are you about the coronavirus disease on a scale of very worried to not at all? Uh, I began by asking the, the first question, um, you know, and people who took this were aware that they were going to be um, their data would, was going to be used in the study and uh, in the live stream. And we will start with talking about the first one, which is, uh, the question was, uh, what is your political affiliation? The options were Democratic, Republican, Independent, and other slash do not affiliate. 113 students answered the question, and as can be expected, 47.79% of students uh, were Democrat, 25.66% 25.66% were were Republican, 15.04% were Independent, and 11.50% were other or did not affiliate. So, essentially what we're seeing here is the typical people who are under the age of 25 uh, being Democratic, and actually the numbers very much line up. Um, uh, sort of, because in most cases they're only asked Democratic or Republican. Here I throw in Independent or other slash do not affiliate. And we're still seeing about half... Um, of the majority um, affiliate with the Democratic Party. And then we're seeing that 25% affiliate with the Republican Party, 17% say that they're independent or somewhere between, and 13% other do not affiliate. 
So there's nothing new there. I mean, there's I'm looking at the data now, and it doesn't surprise me at all. As the numbers came in, I was you know it's what I was expecting. I was ready for that, and it's logical. People who are under the age of 25 or you know high school students uh, tend to tend to be uh, more humane. I want to say like they want they're more humane. Like they focus more and i've always believed that the democratic party was humane and that the republican party was you know i don't know but the democratic party the one word i would use to describe them as humane people under the i mean people are when you're born you are taught to be a democrat i mean that that's it's not a political fraud it's not scam you are taught to be a democrat um not directly but here's how you're taught to be a democrat when you're born uh your parents teach you to share communism that is essentially communism, believing that you deserve what others have and others deserve what you have. Communism. Uh, you are taught to help others when you can. Communism. Uh, you are taught to help those in need. Um, and that's a democratic ideology. I mean, you are taught to be a Democrat. So that's not, you know, the, the really inf- interesting information is where they would place themselves on the political spectrum. So we had... 54, so we had 85 people answer this question. Out of 85 people, 19 said they were far left, 22%. 25 said that they were leaning left, 29%. Six people said they were central left, 7.06%. Nine said they were centrist, that's 10%. Four said they were, four set people said that they were central right, that's 4.71%. 9% said they were leaning right, that's 10.59%. And 13 people said that they were far right. That's 15.29%. Again, not extremely surprising. Um, the majority of people, you know, over a fourth of people were leaning left, um, which is not surprising. You're, you're, you're taught to, you know, be that. Uh, there was 10% which were centrist. There was more centrist than there was uh, central right, same amount as leaning right. Um, we had 19 far left. And 13 far right. And I'm going to say this now. Far left, far right is so much scarier than far left. Far left is just democratic socialists. That's And people who cannot stand Trump. Far left is like scary. Far left is there. You're either a Trumpy. You don't know what you're talking about. Or you are an anarchist. Like far right is an extremely scary. The, the alt right is extremely scary. The alt left is scary too. But the far left is not as scary as like the far right. Um, so the, the really interesting questions are about the election. Um, and they show that even high school students know what they're talking about. So let's, let's start with the first question, which was the, you know, most important question, most asked question of the year. People were asked, was there substantial and widespread voter fraud that affected the outcome of the U.S. The 2020 U.S. election, meaning, did the voter fraud be- win the election for Biden? And that, that's how I worded it in the question. Out of 93 students, 16% said, that, said yes. 15 people said yes. There was substantial widespread voter fraud that changed the outcome of the election. 83% or 78 people said no. Uh, those 15, that 15%, um, 12 of them also said they were not at all worried about their coronavirus disease. 
So that's an interesting st statistic. So even high school students know. And I'm going to disregard the 15 people, all right? Uh, because there was a total of 29 Republicans on here. And then there were also 13 people who said they were far right. Um, so we, if we have 13 people identifying as far right, uh, then it does not surprise me to see that we have um, 15 people who said that there was widespread voter fraud that changed the outcome of the election. I mean, it, there, there wasn't. So that question isn't a matter of opinion. That question is a matter of who's right and who's wrong. All right, And the, the 15 people who answered yes to that question are wrong. Misinformed, wrong, whatever you want to call it, they are wrong. Uh, the answer to the question was no. There, there was not substantial and widespread voter fraud. Because uh, if there was, we'd see evidence, and we don't see evidence. And if you say yes, we see evidence, there's videos. Those videos cannot be used in court. Videos in court need to be secure. They need to come from a secure source. A video that somebody takes on Instagram and posts to their story or goes live on Instagram and shows people boarding up a, a window, that, that's not evidence. That, that's not evidence that can be used. That's not evidence that's going to be used. That is not evidence. There's no evidence of widespread voter fraud, substantial voter fraud that changed the outcome of the U.S. election. There isn't. Next question is one I answered yes to. I'm included in all this. I included myself. I am one of the 48 people who said yes. Was there minor voter fraud that occurred throughout the country that did not affect the outcome of the 2020 U.S. election? Yes. Every year. The past few decades, there has been some... And by minor, that can be one person. There has been somebody that committed voter fraud. I mean, there's a video of a Trumpy saying... Uh, somebody, he was, somebody asked this, this Trumpy, and she's... Um, Do you believe that there was voter fraud in this election? And this Trumpy, she says... I know there was. I did it. She voted twice for Trump. That's what she said. Um, there was voter fraud. There always is. In a country with 150 million people who are voting and upwards of uh, 300 million people, um, there's voter fraud that occurs. I mean, you can't control it. 150 voting Americans and 328 million uh, voting and non-voting Americans in the U.S. Something went wrong somewhere. It is a fact. Something went wrong somewhere. There may not be evidence of it. Something went wrong somewhere. We know that. That that happened. So that was a close one. 54% said yes. 45% um, said no. But I feel like people who answered yes to substantial felt they had to answer no. And people who answered no to substantial felt they had to answer you know no or yes. So could be a flawed question, but there it is. And finally, this question, 123 people, that was the most people that answered any of my questions. How worried are you about the coronavirus disease? From very, somewhat, slightly worried, equally worried as I am not worried, not really, mostly not worried, not at all worried. 123 high school students were asked, how worried are you about the coronavirus disease? 27 people said very worried. That's 21%. 12%. 12 people, or 9%, said somewhat worried. 20 people, or 16%, said slightly worried. And the uh, most common response, 28 people, or 22.76%, said equally worried as not worried. 15 people, or 12%, said not really. 7.32% or 9 people said mostly not. 12 people, or or 9.76%, said not at all. So people who claimed that they were uh, even remotely worried... Um, so they were on the worried side uh, would be uh, if my data will come up. There we go. 47.9% uh, said that they were worried in any way, slightly, somewhat, very. 22% uh, said that they were not worried um, 
or that they were equally worried as they were not worried. And 29% said that they were uh, not worried, not really worried, mostly not worried. So almost two times more people said that they were worried in some way, shape, or form, uh, more than people who said that they were not worried in any way. The data is not surprising. All right. When I, this is a, a flawed study. All right. I mean, it's, it's an accurate study, but it's somewhat flawed. I mean, I have 54 Democrats and 29 Republicans, but that was part of the study, so it's technically not flawed. Um, but the data could be misinterpreted. You know, the da- data could be interpreted as um, 54% of high school... St- well, actually, no. This data is not flawed because I'm talking about high school students, not people. So the data really isn't flawed. Um, so yeah, in a study with 47% of Democrats... Um, it's not surprising that we have 47% who are worried. In a study with 25 Republicans, it's not surprising that 29% are worried, or are not worried. That's not surprising. I mean, these numbers, they all match up. In a study with uh, 54 Democrats and 29 Republicans, most are on the left, less are on the right. In a study with 47% of Democrats, 25% of Republicans, most people believe there was not widespread voter fraud, and most believe that there are some voter fraud. So the, the data is not confusing. Uh, the data can be confusing if you're looking at it from the wrong standpoint. But the data itself isn't confusing. Um, the data is actually what we expect. And I wanted to see something that I didn't expect. I wanted to see like 50, Demo- 50 Republicans come through and totally screw, screw this data. I wanted to see 40 f- far-right people come through and just blow it up with, yes, there was widespread voter fraud. But it was nice that I got like you know an accurate accurate representation. It was nice to have a study with over 123 people. Thank you for that. Um, but yeah, I do want to thank everybody who actually answered because uh, this episode would not be possible without uh, people who took the poll. And I know it's not hard. I you know just told you please click through, answer these questions for me. It'll be very useful. Um, but it was very. I'm, I'm glad I didn't ask this on my podcast because what happens if I had to ask it on my podcast? It's politi- people who are politically active. It's people who enjoy politics. But the people I asked on my Instagram story, um, I don't even know if I mentioned it was for a podcast. I think I did. But I know for a fact 123 people do not watch my show. I know that. <laughs> um, I wish 123 people did. Uh, if you 123 are interested at all, please watch. Um, so it was good to get a representation of people who were interested in politics, not interested in politics. Uh, and to just to show you, um, I'll just say this. How people like on my show compare i've had one i've had uh people who are on the left and people who are on the right on my show i know how they answered all these questions but i already knew their their response i already knew the how they would answer the question because i've had them on my show um i could by having a 20 minute podcast conversation with you i could almost guarantee that me and you could sit down uh you know talk for 20 minutes or whatever however we're gonna however long we're gonna talk and I could sit down and I could go through these results and I could pretty much take this poll for you with pretty, you know, strong certainty. Like, you know, I could probably take this poll for most of my viewers or if, if I know you, if I have a conversation with you, I could probably take this poll for you and probably be very close because it's very easy to tell somebody's like, you know, political opinions, what you know, whatever you want to call it. It's very, it's quite easy. 
I mean, it's not difficult at all. It's not, it's not something that is difficult to do. Um, but the nice thing about the data is I'm getting a, a widespread amount of people who either watch the show, don't watch the show, Democrats, Republicans, Independents, other do not um, affiliate, far lefts, far rights, leaning left, leaning right, centrists, uh, people who um, don't watch the news, don't know what they're talking about, and think that there was substantial and widespread voter uh, uh, fraud that won Biden the election. Uh, people who don't think that, people who are pretty logical and believe that there was some voter fraud in the election, uh, not that changed the uh, effect of it, though, the outcome of it, um, and then people who were very worried and not worried. And the interesting thing about people who are very worried and not worried at all, the interesting thing about that is the people who are very worried, all right, tend to be Democrats. That That's the... I'm not saying showing all the data, but from what I, you know, would look when I would look at my data, it showed that most people who answered that they were afraid, you know, I mean, I had 47% of Democrats in this, and 47% of people, I mean, it's so close. I 47.79% of the people in the study were Democrats. 47.97% said that they were afraid of the virus. The reason the Democrats are afraid of the virus, like I said in episode number 11, 10. 10, I think. Um, the reason that Republic Democrats are afraid of the virus is because they're worried about them getting it or their family getting it and people getting sick and hurt. The reason that Republicans are afraid of the virus, and this was proved in episode number 10, and maybe I'll do another study asking what you are most afraid of, rank the things that you are afraid of with this virus, and ask people their thoughts on that. Because in episode number 10, we realized that Republicans are most afraid of the virus because they don't want to wear a mask. That it's, I mean... It, you can say, oh, you're biased, you're biased. No, no, this is facts. The most, the re, the biggest thing that harms Republicans with this virus, in their opinion, in their opinion, they say this, is that they are forced to wear a mask. It was, it was like 25% of Republicans when asked, uh, how has the coronavirus impacted your life? 25%, more than 25% of Republicans used the word mask in their answer. And only like 7% of Democrats use the word mask in their answer. That is extremely sad. I mean, that is some of the worst data you can see. That the worst thing that Republican, the worst thing about this virus for Republicans, in their own words, is being forced to wear a piece of cloth on their face that is saving the lives of others. That is the worst thing. And this is not me, this is not me ranting. This is not my bias. This is... The, the words of Republicans in the form of studies conducted by credible sources. The thing that harms Republicans in this most, in this virus, uh, pandemic most, is wearing masks. Taylor says, I'm not that worried about the virus, but wearing masks are not hard to do. Exactly. I mean, I, to the virus question, I answered slightly worried. And mine, I've already had it. So I don't I don't even like my answer. My answer, the reason I'm slightly worried is because I know I can't get it again. Most of my family can't get it again. Um, masks don't bother me. The only thing I'm worried about is my ski trip getting canceled at this point. Obviously, it's very, you know, it's, it's horrible that we are losing so many lives to this virus. But I have bias. I have bias. I, <laughs> I want to go on my ski trip. And I'm sure that's what most of these people... Who are, you know, a lot, uh, multiple people who are saying they're worried about it, they're not worried about getting it. 
but I am not worried about wearing masks. I mean, if I, if me wearing masks, if me wearing a piece of cloth on my face that does not impede my ability to breathe, me talking on this podcast for an hour impedes my ability to breathe more than wearing a mask does. And I'm, that's just, <laughs> that's just the truth. Um, talking for an hour straight to yourself pretty fast, Ben Shapiro mode, pretty hard to do. Um, but yeah, if I can do that, I can wear a mask. The, I'll wear a mask if it can keep people safe, uh, make us able to do things this summer, and uh, prevent me or people around me from getting it so that I can go on a ski trip. There's three motivators. All I need is one of those. But I have three. So I have no reason to not wear a mask. Wearing masks are not hard to do. And younger people are, and not just younger, like Democrats, younger Republicans are more likely to wear a mask. There's been like no mask incidents at my school, a school with thousand, like a thousand people. We have not had a major mask incident where a bunch of people wouldn't wear masks or stormed in without masks, refused to put on masks. That didn't happen. I mean, I know of one scenario and I'm not going to say name names, but I know of one scenario where a student has very, very anti-mask parents. They won't give him masks. He came in, knocked on the door. All right. Uh, A janitor came over and he said that my parents won't, won't let me bring a mask to school. Is there any way I can get a mask? Janitor ran to the office, grabbed a mask, and gave it to him. It's not that hard to do. It's seriously not that hard to do. Kids don't, it doesn't bother kids. It doesn't, I mean, I know a few people that it does bother, but it really does not bother high schoolers. It bothers adults. And who are the ones who are wearing masks wrong? I've been in school. I haven't seen students wearing masks wrong. Over their nose, perfect. Um, Covering their full mouth, perfect. Not wearing them all the way up here, all the way down here, perfect. Teachers are the ones who I'm noticing, and this is nothing to teachers. I think teachers have a lot to deal with during this time. But adults, teachers are the ones who are I'm noticing more are wearing their not wearing their masks right. This is not a slight to teachers. You know, I think teachers are great. Teachers are, you know, I, I can't imagine having to teach uh hundreds of students during this time. I can't imagine that. I couldn't do it. But it's just the facts. It's what I'm observing. Teachers, and not just teachers, any adult that I see in stores. Soccer games are not wearing masks, right? Or not at all. Um, but I've done, Ariadne did an episode this morning. I did my morning show, but I wanted to do the results today um, so that I can, because tomorrow I might end up doing two shows again. Um, I think tomorrow night I'm going to have on Reese Bauman, um, and then tomorrow morning I'll do my normal morning show. Um, but thank you for everybody who participated in that poll. You made this episode possible. Thank you to everybody who watched, asked questions. Um, and uh, I hope all of you have a great Christmas season. I know I will make more episodes before then. But if you don't watch me again, I hope you have a great Christmas season um, or holiday season, no matter what you're celebrating. Um, you know, personally, I celebrate Christmas. But whatever you're celebrating, have a great holiday season. Uh, this has been episode number 13 of Inside the 435. I'm your host, Jack Bowie. And be kind to one another. <laughs>